0: Hey, this is Stuart, Bitcoin Fi, and I wanted to talk today about self-custodying your Bitcoin. And this is a level that a lot of people haven't gotten to with Bitcoin, with cryptocurrency. It's technical. It's difficult. But I want to talk about why it might be important to self-custody your cryptocurrency. And also about the risks that you're taking when leaving your Bitcoin or crypto on an exchange, and in particular, I'm going to talk about Celsius. Now, I had been on Celsius for about the last six months because they were paying, I think, six percent on Bitcoin, and I wanted to earn interest on it. Right, if I could earn six percent of my money, I thought that was pretty good. And Celsius is a app and a website. It's, a, it's an exchange that is run by Alex Mashinsky, and they do, they do a lot of things. They support a lot of tokens. They also do crypto loans, and some of the rates were extremely cheap. Let's just say Bitcoin was $40,000. You can borrow 25% against your Bitcoin, so $10,000, for 1% interest. And if you needed to use that as an emergency fund, you didn't actually have to sell your Bitcoin. But if it dropped enough, they would have you add more funds. So it's it's got some risk to it, but I really wanted to do this at some point and just try getting a loan with them to see what it's like. I know BlockFi is another place that you can get loans, but I think they were in the range of 7 or 8%, so way more expensive and didn't make a lot of sense unless you had a lot of money in Bitcoin or some other crypto. But I started following this guy on Twitter named Corey Clipston, and he is the founder of another exchange called Swan Bitcoin. And I want to talk about Swan a little bit. What I like about them is they are heavily focused on education. They give me ebooks that are free and I read those from time to time. They just put out a lot of educational content on their blog and I will note that they are an affiliate. I have an affiliate link with them. It's different than a referral link. Um, I do think they are a good company. I used them before I became an affiliate but Anyway, they've got lower fees than Coinbase overall, and they make it pretty easy and simple. I had one friend that used them to set up an account because they were having some issues, I think, with Coinbase or Strike, not linking to their credit union. So they ended up going with Swan Bitcoin. Anyway, Corey Clipston has started posting on Twitter about Celsius, kind of suggesting that there might be some problems. And this is where I had sent most of my Bitcoin and a little Ethereum just to start earning some interest on. But here's what he posted one day. He says, Celsians, that's what they call the Celsius users. So he says, Celsians, I encourage you to learn about self-custody and being your own bank. Mashinsky wants to hold your coins and gamble them in risky DeFi schemes, while bribing you with rewards that he printed out of thin air, while allegedly selling 60 million of Celsius token near the top. So Celsius is an app, it's, but it's also got its own cryptocurrency that if you use it, you get discounts on your trades. Uh, and you also earn rewards on it. But yeah, they have their own cryptocurrency. But basically, he's saying that when you put your money with Celsius, they're taking your funds, and it's called a rehypothecation. They are essentially taking user funds, putting them into DeFi. We kind of talked about DeFi recently recently with um, Grayson Sharp. That was episode 31. If you don't know much about DeFi, but they're basically putting it into this borrowing and lending pool and earning a yield there and then giving that yield to you. And there have been some pretty big DeFi hacks. You got to be pretty careful. You have to know what you're doing when you get into DeFi. Um, But he's also saying that the CEO sold 60 million of Celsius near the top when it, when it topped out, um, which he you know seems to think is sketchy. Okay, so here's another post that he put out. Uh, this is from Corey Clipston again. He says, there wasn't a bank run at Celsius this time because their management team was able to get 500 million out of the Luna UST Ponzi at the last second. Celsians, you're relying on luck and active management to keep your rehypothecated coins safe. So they had been putting stuff into an anchor uh, DeFi protocol and lending through that. And supposedly they had just barely, in the nick of time, sold out of UST before it collapsed. And that's the stable coin that I just talked about in episode 33. So pretty interesting. Now they also have a mining subsidiary in their company where where they mine Bitcoin. And they just announced an IPO for it. And Corey is posting you know the this emoji of looking eyes, like uh basically intimating that Celsius might be having some cash flow issues because they're launching a mining IPO. Like IPOs are doing pretty bad lately. There have not been a lot of IPOs this year, initial public offerings of companies like there was in 2021. Rates are higher, market sentiment is bad, but yet they're still doing an IPO on their mining subsidiary to raise money from public markets. And so he's just kind of suggesting subtly that they might be having cash flow issues. And the whole point of Swan Bitcoin is they don't want to hold your Bitcoin for you. They want you to hold it in self-custody. And so that's what they educate and advise people on. They don't want to access your funds. And uh, another post where he kind of elaborates on this IPO business raising money. He says, I have it on good authority that Celsius Network is out raising money again. That's after taking $400 million of equity and a $1 billion loan from Tether in the Q4 of 2021. How leaky is that bucket? So... um Obviously, they raised a lot of money. That's a big loan. There was also an arrest of uh, one of the C-suite executives who got arrested. Another post that he put out that was pretty sarcastic. He says, totally normal price action in Celsius, totally not using company funds to manipulate the price of an unregistered security. And what he's referencing is when the UST meltdown started happening, the Celsius token started crashing in tandem with the UST token that collapsed. But then all of a sudden has a green candle and goes way up again in price. And what he's basically saying is that they're misappropriating company funds to prop up the price of their own token. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what he's suggesting. And then to sum it up, he has this other post. It says, the main point that needs to be understood is that Celsius takes substantial risks with user funds. These are not savings accounts and are not comparable. Celsius acts as a trading desk or a hedge fund investing their users' capital in extremely risky DeFi vehicles. So I would say do your own research. This is all kind of just hearsay from me from Twitter and uh, a guy with his own exchange that he's promoting against other exchanges. This is a Bitcoin only exchange, Swan versus Celsius, which allows for so many other things. Totally different goals here. And Swan pays no interest. So it's just a completely different business model. But uh, I do tend to lean towards Corey Clipston and Swan just because it's no hype. It's focused on education, you understanding Bitcoin, you understanding blockchain, you understanding all the basics, and you self-custodying it. They don't really want anything to do with your Bitcoin. They want you to manage it. And so if you have money on Celsius, he posted something about giving this free... um, kind of like a white glove service to help you with any and all questions that you might have about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Uh, If you pulled one Bitcoin off of Celsius and you can prove it, uh, you can message him and get this $3,000 value for a year. So that's kind of an interesting offer that he also put out there. And that's how concerned he is. So I was scared enough to start moving things off of Celsius. And one of my security features that I had was I had whitelisted my addresses. So I ended up having to send my Bitcoin. I mean, I pretty much only had Bitcoin over there. So I started sending it over to Coinbase piece by piece. And I was a little bit nervous because I ended up doing a transfer and sending it around 11 p.m. at night. And it says on the Celsius website that it's going to take 30 minutes, right? And so I wait and I wait after about 45 minutes, nothing had happened. It had not landed in Coinbase yet, and so I started to freak out a little bit because I've also just seen that uh, Trust No One documentary on Netflix when Quadriga CX steals all the money from everyone. That's a pretty good documentary. But anyway, um, I sent a little bit more Bitcoin at midnight, and I waited for an hour. I stayed up to 1 a.m., and nothing happened. So I go to sleep. And I'm wondering if I need to call support the next day. But uh, I go through my morning, and it's 8:30, and I finally get some money. Uh, my first transfer didn't go through, but my second transfer did. Um, and this was like a transfer of 20 bucks of Bitcoin and 50 bucks of Bitcoin. And so the second transfer went through at 8:30 in the morning, and the other one kind of stayed. And so I'm like, okay, let's transfer some more. And that one did go through within an hour. It almost seems like there was a human intervention in business hours um, before they would like release those funds to the blockchain or something. I'm not really sure how it worked, but it was a little bit nerve-wracking that night, just waiting nine hours for what supposedly should only take 30 minutes. And every other transfer essentially, I think, made it out within an hour of initiating that transfer. And so I went to Coinbase, and then from there... I finally broke out my Christmas present, my Ledger Nano X, and I ended up getting that set up. I'm going to try to make a blog post on how to set up a hardware wallet, a Ledger, or a Trezor, um, where you can basically take your Bitcoin off of an exchange, and you're creating with this physical device. The Bitcoin is not actually on the device. The device, without connecting to the internet, it ends up creating a wallet address for you on the blockchain. Um, That is not connected to the internet, so no one can really hack it unless they hack your 24-word seed phrase. So you have to secure that really well. That's why I also bought crypto tags. I might be going over some people's heads, but um, I'll eventually kind of show how this all works. I will say it feels good to know that I am self-sovereign, that I am now my own bank, that I am holding my own money, that no one can devalue it, that no one can take it from me. And the next step that I'm looking at is getting with CASA. Um, I think the website is keys.casa. And uh, basically setting up multi-signature verification. The other option I'm looking at is unchained capital. So what what I'm saying with this is that right now, there is a single point of failure on my Ledger Nano X where if someone gets access to the 24 words that is the key to the Bitcoin that I own, then that's it. Game over. They can take that money if they get access to those words, uh, to my password, essentially. And so what CASA and Unchained Capital do is they give you multi-signature, meaning that instead of there's one point of failure being me, they give you three points of failure. And if you want to transact, you need two to agree. And so uh, if I end up getting that piece of paper lost, or that piece of titanium, I'm going to essentially engrave my password into lost, then I have a way out uh, because I have two other ways to access the money, and I can replace that that third way. Now, they have another one that's a three out of five. Again, it's kind of hard to explain, so I will try to link that in the show notes, and, and I'll try to get this blog post out by the time I am publishing this. So anyway, do with that what you will. Um, hopefully Celsius is okay. I surely hope that they don't go bust and people lose money. I don't know what's going on over there financially, but hopefully it all works out in the end. Uh, But it was enough for me to get motivated and to self-custody my own Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. So look for more content, hopefully on YouTube and my blog, for how to to do that. Although there's a plethora of information out there already. And with that, remember that financial independence is doable. Uh, Make sure you check out Swan Bitcoin and get $10 of free Bitcoin just for opening up an account. And I'll be back with you soon.